Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Football Film. It's the penultimate weekend of the Premier League season. Man City have just won their fifth title in six years. And I'm going to go out there and say, I think they might dominate English football for the next five years. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it out there, simple as that. Anyway, the fun and games is what is going on at the bottom of the table. Leicester, Everton and Leeds all absolutely wetting themselves going into this final weekend. It's a football feeling. Okay, you know what it is. We've got Mark Goldbridge, we've got Dave Watson, the usuals, the regulars. We like them, don't we? They're good lads, really. Uh, we're going to talk about Man City, Chelsea. Man City had already won the league before the game had even started. Uh, it was a bit of a non-entity, the game, in general. But Man City put their B team out, and it just goes to show that even their B team is better than pretty much every other team in this league, isn't it? There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Hear that? It's the sound of someone whacking the ground with a rake. Specifically, they're beating around the bush, which we've done enough of in this ad too, so let's get right to it. The new moneymaker scratch-off from the Ohio Lottery doesn't beat around the bush. Money maker. Play the game and you could win money. Up to $2 million. With more than $88 million in prizes, ranging from $50 to $500, Moneymaker cuts right to the cash. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Play responsibly. Yeah, they're just they're just too... I mean, I, I, I'm hesitant to use the word boring. I think juggernaut is a better word because they're just... They're so much better than everybody else. And it's... Look, you've got to... I don't want to talk about Chelsea, but you've got to say they've been an embarrassment this season. And I feel for their fans because... That's Where are Chelsea a, in the league, by the way? That's an opportunity, isn't it? Well, they're somewhere around mid-table, were not they? Is it? Yeah. Chelsea a 12th and the oh players they've gosh. got they've got no they've had the week off I think they've not played for a week they're going to the Etihad you know they know everyone's watching it for a party I mean there's an opportunity there for just to just do something for yeah, your it's fans it's on telly it's on yeah. telly just put a show on it you get beat by I mean? their reserves and obviously Man City's reserves have probably beat most people in the league but um, look it's an incredible achievement for Manchester City three in a row Man United have done that twice but and I do worry like you that who's going to stop them next season but I also think there's a bit of a love in which uh, we might come back to in a minute because I know Watto wants to have his say, but I think there's a bit of a man... I think it's getting a bit over the top that Pep's a genius and, you know, it's not about money. It is about money. It is about money. And that's the blueprint and that's what everyone else needs to do. All right, question for you then. If Pep was in charge of Man United, do you reckon he'd do a better job than what Ten Hag did this year? Both of you can jump in on this one, you know. Not, you not, not yeah. straight away. No? Because I think his philosophy, it would take mm. time to get the continuity in terms of the patterns, the strategy how they play, the positions. Obviously, you've seen Stone stepping in and all these things. That cannot happen straight away. I think over a period of time, if he had the same group of players, he would have a massive effect. He's a better coach, yeah. For sure, yeah. Look, Pep Guardiola is the best coach in the world, and this is what I'm talking about. about I think we all agree on that. Yeah, yeah. That's not being sensational. No, no, that is just facts. He's proven Grealish, uh, on one of his interviews post-game, I thought came out with a really interesting fact about Guardiola because he tinkers with something technically, tactically, about them and the opposition for every match. He's obsessed, isn't he? He's obsessed. Yeah. But I think it shows 
as well, where Grealish has come from and being the star man at Villa, he just had to play and Villa allowed him to do X, Y or Z. Yeah. All of a sudden here, you have to fit in and you have to be part of the team with and without the ball. And you see that, the work ethic he has against the ball now. You never saw that at Aston Villa. I, I was genuinely worried last year, honestly. Genu 100 million quid for Jack Grealish. And I'm thinking, mm. I don't think you're a Man City type player, mate. You're undoubtedly an incredible player. You're a world-class player. But then you go back to the point of, could Guardiola have gone in at Man United and had an in instant impact? Spot on it. It's took take, time, eh? It time. Mm. The players have to buy into your bits and pieces. He wouldn't have been educated in that way for a long period, if ever. Going back to his youth team days and being younger and really being coached, I think. What do Man City do this summer? Do they go and buy any players? Do they sell anybody? Do they need to do anything? Well, well they will do. And this is the thing when people say, well, you know, this is the greatest Man City side ever and it's all to do with Pep Guardiola. I think if you gave Jurgen Klopp what Pep's got, he'd push him. I think, it would, I think he would push him. And I think when you look at Man City, they can't win the treble. They can't win the Champions League. And now they can. Why is that? Because last summer, as title holders, they went and spot, spent an untold amount of money. People will say it was 60 million. It was a lot more than that behind closed doors on Erling Haaland. If Erling Haaland's not in that team, they're not winning the treble. That, that signing was to win the treble, and that's what he's done. And Pep Guardiola is a very, very clever guy because I'd love to see him manage Southampton or, you know, or Arsenal. But he won't do it. He goes Barcelona, Bayern, and he's 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 a genius because he's can't like blame him. He's, he's earned that right. No, yeah, he has, he has earned it. Yeah, he but what I mean right. is, like Mourinho will go and do stuff and started off somewhere else. Yeah. But he will go down as one of the greatest managers ever. I mean, Sir Alex started at Aberdeen. He started his career at Barcelona with yeah. Xavi, Iniesta, and Messi, yeah. and he's gone right. I'll go buy it. I'll go buy it. I'll go buy it. I'll go buy it. Who've already? We're going to win it every year anyway. Yeah, yeah. Now I'll go Man City. I mean, he's a very clever guy. But like what he says, on top of that, you know, I actually think he could do a job at Arsenal. He could do a job yeah, elsewhere because he's he, could, yeah, he is sure. a brilliant coach, but he's also a clever coach because he puts himself into situations where, you know, most of us wouldn't fail. I think I'd, I think I think there's a lot of managers. That could probably win a title with Man City. They couldn't do what they couldn't do it in the way he's doing. It. I think this season for Man City has been a joke. Like especially the last two three months, especially they've been incredible. But watching the Champions League match in the in the Ugh. in the week was just. Well, you're playing he, against he Real Madrid. Courtois, here, Courtois was bloody brilliant, incredible. and they lost four 0 was it? Oh. And he made saves that probably ninety nine percent of the goals yeah, in the Premier League don't save. But you go, if you go back to the uh, start of the conversation, you talk about money, and yes, they've got untold wealth. But look at what they've just done with a B team against a Chelsea team that have untold wealth and have spent so much mm, money. And that's the balance, isn't it? And that's the balance. You have to have the right people behind the scenes in situ as manager, coaches and everything with it and, and, and push things together as a philosophy. Chelsea's haphazard approach oh. is crazy. Lampard spoke before the game of him being Chelsea manager previously, trying to sign Haaland. Nobody in the club wanted to sign Haaland. And he's like put one on him there a little bit and said, look, we could have had this guy two, three years ago. But it's a little bit of self-preservation. You know, everyone everyone had the chance to buy Haaland for yeah. five million. Solskjaer. Solskjaer's had Solskjaer. the chance. I'm sure Big, Sam, Big Sam's going to mention it in a minute. <laughs> I, I want to oh, him. Somebody I want to him. him. Somebody wanted him. Um, right, anyway, massive congratulations to uh, Man City. Worthy winners. Um, let's move on, OK? We're going to... Uh, the challengers, all right? We're going to talk about Arsenal. And they have just basically gone down with a bit of a whimper, really, haven't they? Yeah, I think um, we've spoke about Arsenal quite glowingly all season and I even I feel let down as a non-Arsenal fan because I don't think they bottled it. Yeah. I've heard Man City fans, I, there was a, this Man City fan, I can't remember where I heard it and they were on somewhere. It might have been a pundit, it might have been on the radio and they were like, they're a Man City fan and they're saying, 
Arsenal were so far ahead, they've bottled this league. And I'm like, you, you're a Man City fan. So, so basically, you're saying Man City are crap because you've got to come in and say, Man City are fantastic. They're going to hit 90-something points. Well, that's 12 Premier League wins in a row now. But Arsenal have bottled it since they bottled it. Yeah, for sure. The, like, the Forest game and the Brighton game, that is a team, and you've probably been in these situations where they've completely switched. I mean, Forest, brilliant result, but... Arsenal should not be going there. And massive, massive shout out to Forest, by the way. That's them safe. It's a yeah. huge result, this, by the way. And I think if you look at it in paper, it's not quite as simple as Arsenal playing Forest, and it's going to be a simple, straightforward match. Mm. No, Forrest they're great play- at home. Forest are playing for their lives. Yeah. They're absolutely playing for their lives. And that's you what I mean. Arsenal have just fell you off. You saw right? exactly what it meant to them after the game. Fireworks going off. Everybody running on the pitch, absolutely buzzing. But for Arsenal, I think they knew the damage was done. They knew that the title had slipped away from them, and that affects you, doesn't it? What it gets in your head yeah, massively. Well, the manager will have done what he's done all week, they would have had team talks, they would have had meetings, we've got to go to Forest, we've got to win, we've got to take it to the next game, we've got to make Man City win and yeah. we don't want to throw it away. But as a player, you know, over the last three or four weeks, the results that have really hurt you, we've mentioned it time and time again, Liverpool 2-0 up, West Ham 2-0 up, Southampton, oh. all these games, and it never leaves you, it oh. never leaves you. And we're talking about managers, Cooper at Forest. Mm has to have as much of a shout-out as what a Guardiola would have for City winning it because they were no opers at the start of the season, yeah. guaranteed so to go down. Oh, yeah. yeah, the owner bought 40, 50 players. He's had to manage that group of players and eventually he's got a team out. They've got some identity now playing at the City ground, first season back in the Premier League, but incredible. But we're not surprised that Forrest beat them and we're not surprised that Arsenal got beat. And I think it just came to that point of the season that Arsenal... The, they'd run the race mentally. They'd got nothing left in the, in the tank. Physically, they're there, but mentally, they've been shot down so many times over the last few weeks. It's hard to bounce back from that. Can I just ask a question? Either of you can answer it. Because as a fan who's not played the game, the mentality, possession, uh, the percentage. So I would expect if Arsenal are in a toe-to-toe title race, they go to Forest and win because they're better and they're pumped up for it. And Forest are playing for their lives, but... I don't yeah, expect a one nil. Expect an Arsenal win. When you know it's over, and you still know you've got to go and win. Yeah. Is there is that mass? Is, is that are the margin so fine that oh, that that, that, oh. that little bit of deep down we know it's gone. I think if you back off, probably less than five percent. If you back off five percent or even like two, three, four percent, I think it's the difference between winning a game and getting pumped. Mm. Genuinely, I do. I think, you know, like it's pre-season friendlies, yeah? So totally yeah. look at pre-season friendlies, right? Anything can happen in a pre-season friendly. We could play, I've played pre-season friendlies against Torquay and Rochdale away and whatever, and you'll lose the game 2-0 or 2-1 or whatever it was, yeah? It doesn't matter about that. It's just, you, because there's nothing on the line, you back off and it's human nature. You can't help yourself, can you? But that's a, that's a fine margin, mate. I'm genuinely talking less than 5% and it's game. But that's the levels in the, in the Premier League as well. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Forest were going to be at full throttle. They knew a win, we're safe, for sure. Arsenal, even winning didn't 
didn't guarantee or be anything. There's nothing really on their And and they've been just had so much drained out of them over the last few weeks that they just couldn't get that last little bit. For sure, next year they'll be better for it because there'll be things that you can do and work on. Do you think, on. though, I think this might scar them a little bit mentally. I do. I think this season, having having been at the top for so many long, I think we've got a stat here, isn't it? How many days were they on, on the top of the Premier League? 248 days at the top of the Premier League and then all of a sudden it just slips away from you. I think that has to hurt inside a little bit. Yeah, but if you're in that building as a player, manager or members of staff, you have to turn that on its head and you've got to say, that pain, we've got to take this forward yeah, yeah, yeah. because we have been phenomenal. We've gone toe-to-toe with Man City for eight months, 200-odd days at the top. We've deserved to be at the top. Yes, if you take this last 30, 40 days out of it, we'd have been champions. Yeah. So we can do it, but instead of it being an eight-month season, we've got to go for ten and a half months. To, so... There's a lot of work they can do inside that building because they had done so well for so long. But, yes, at the end, the fragility of that just team... Just fell short. And they just fell short. Yeah. The disappointment is totally... And, and look, I've, I've heard Arsenal fans over the weekend, they're disappointed. But I'd still sit here and say, much the same as what we were saying on the United stand about Ten Hag, I didn't put Arsenal in the top five in August. No. Nope. And you always have to go back to that. It's a marathon, not a sprint. And all this, they were top for this, that and the other... It, we all know it's, it's where you are at the end of May. It's not where you are at Christmas. It's not where you are in February. Yeah. They've had an amazing... They took 43 points from their first 48. Yeah. Arsenal. They've had an incredible season. That's unsustainable. And, and what Even you, for Man City. Not with that squad. That's ridiculous. You can't do it. And I think you're right. That that's what's disappointed me is what they did against Forrest because Forrest scored a goal from a mistake and then it was early and they won it 1-0. And you've gone... You knew it was going to be 1-0. Where's the Arsenal comeback? It's not been there. So you're right. They either... They either lose and their heads drop and they drop away next season or they buy a couple of players yeah. and they learn They learn from it. Yeah, see, but even if they learn from it, you're still up against this Man City side. This see, is just ridiculous. Arteta and how he's been, I think he'll turn it and, and they'll become stronger next year. Well, you know what, and he if wants to get add, the midfield, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, and if they can add a couple of signings, whoever that may good be. Striker, good striker, good yeah. striker. Oh, and Partey have uh, let uh, him down, haven't uh, they? Uh, he wants uh, yeah, him out. Fair, yeah. And maybe a rice from West Ham. Rice, there you go. And, and then... They're, they're going again, but that ultimately they'll look back on the season because it's at the end where you're judged. It's disappointment, but if you look at the first eight nine months, yeah, phenomenal. It's a good season, Champions League football. Totally agree. Big shout out to Arsenal for just for making it interesting. Mm. Simple, oh, yeah, yeah, making yeah. it interesting. Yeah, it's been sure. a banging season. That has honestly, yeah. it's been an absolute banging season. It's, and it is a good season for you, regardless of what's happened, Arsenal. Um, somebody who, who it hasn't been a good season for is Tottenham. And um, I, I feel like every week that we're just saying the same things about Tottenham. You were in such a good position earlier in the year and now you've just got to let it slip and it is an absolute shit show now. We've got it? to start on a positive. I can't believe Harry Kane scored 28 Premier League goals. It's in, under in the radar. <laughs> in that first side, 28 Premier League goals. It's incredible. That would win the golden boot in most of the years. Without doubt. How? But more importantly, we know he's world class, but How? How they're so Spurs are so bad. They're so bad, and he scored twenty eight goals. I mean, he's we spoke about it, but Spurs. Well, there's no. They're not even going to make Europe. I think if if you try and grab onto something as a Spurs fan, you're going to say that next year that that should help whoever's in as manager. We've got three weeks. We can train. We can put some tactics into us and whatever. But ultimately, not to get Europe this year is. The biggest fourth. It's worse than Arsenal. Yeah. It's worse than any of them, to, to be honest with you. And they've got such a stadium, such a training ground. 
it's it's a disgrace. Really. I'm surprised that I mean, look, look, we don't want to. Well, we do. It's all about fan opinion. But you see, like protests at clubs. I'm surprised they're not protesting because or doing something because when Conte left in the international break, I was worried about them for top four. And in the space of two months, they're not even in Europe. You've gone from Champions League competitors down to if, if, if Conference United, League if you're lucky. If this had just happened at Man United, the same sort of, oh, it would be riots, wouldn't yeah, it? It yeah. would be absolutely but, but, but it should be riots at Spurs. It should be, shouldn't the, it? The Daniel Levy has got an awful lot to answer for. What a club as well, like you what say. The stadium, the infrastructure. It's, it's I tell you incredible. what, if I'm a billionaire, I'm like, Spurs or West Ham are prime. They've got the stadiums, they're in yeah, London. Yeah, London. All I've got to do is spend on the pep, the recruitment yeah. and the players. And I say all that, but billionaires. It's yeah. not as much as having to build... You know, if you go and buy, a, I don't know, a Stoke or something like that, it's a long way yeah, back, isn't it? Or does a Rex this, and what they're just, doing there. You does know? this just go to show, then, how important it is having the guy at the top of the mm. tree, the, the manager, the yeah. proper manager, the right manager? So if you look at some of the teams in the top top ten right now, so Brentford, Garrett, by the way, shout out to Brentford, guaranteed top ten, incredible season for them. Thomas Frank, what a, what a manager. You put Brentford or Brighton's owners in charge of Spurs. Oh, sort they of. kill it. Unai Emery for Villa. You've got Klopp for Liverpool. Ten Hag for Eddie Howe. They're top managers, aren't they? Mm. Absolutely top but managers. But how can Levy and Spurs keep getting it so wrong, time after time after time, when, on paper, they potentially have the best of everything? Yeah. In terms of the stadium yeah, and the training, yeah. they've got the best of everything. You have to have the philosophy better than that. It's just behind the scenes. It's just money doesn't money money doesn't buy no. your common sense. And what I would say on that game is because Brentford were phenomenal, mm. phenomenal. If you see the goals that yeah. Brentford scored, it weren't the long ball, no. get a f- throw in, free kick, normal stuff. Some of the passing and the intricacies and the weight of the passing, even the third and the finishing, goal, third goal is just pressing. It's from pressing, pressing on skip one it. Incredible, but that's tactics as well. Yeah. And the manager, as you rightly pointed out, has been phenomenal. But there's a real togetherness within that club and everybody knows what they're doing from the top to the bottom and it's all inclusive and away you go. They've just lost Tony for eight months yeah. and they've gone away and won 3-1 at Spurs. Really, not at a canter because that would be wrong because I thought Raya Ward made two or three really big saves yeah. in the game. But... Tottenham at home, you'd expect that the away goal is going to have to do something, mm. but they've, they've, they've beat Tottenham at home very, very comfortably. It's not just the manager, though, because it's going back to what we said about Man City. Pep's great, but if he hasn't got the director of football, the science, yeah, all that other stuff, the yeah. owners, no, everything, yeah, it doesn't work. Sure. And if you took Thomas Frank or De Zerbe to Spurs, I guarantee they'd be sacked in a year. Because the they, they wouldn't have yeah. what they need above them, no, no. Um, and they haven't got what they need below They wouldn't have the backing below them, For so sure. the whole machine doesn't work. It just work. doesn't work. It's yeah. as simple as that. So, Massive changes needed at Tottenham, and also imagine Harry Kane actually does go in the summer. Then mm. you can't just replace Harry Kane, you know. Not you can't. He's got 28 goals yeah, in a team like you that. You can't replace just, Harry Kane. You've seen what Haaland costs. If you're taking 28 goals out of your team, mm. that, off. they're not they're, they're not going to replace him with un, an hundred million quid no striker. So what 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 then? Well, we're predicting Man City are going to win the league easily next year. I'm happy to say I don't see Spurs eighth at best. I, I, they're not in the top six, and yeah. then I think Villa and Brighton and Brentford and teams like that, they've got well, they better would, structure. The recruitment would have to be phenomenal. They obviously lost the recruitment guy, so the whole structure's got to change behind it. Xavi Alonso in that Feyenoord coach is a big risk as well. Massive risk. Even that Nagelsmann, I think, is a massive risk. It's the Premier League where they're going to go. Brutal. It's a brutal league. It's not looking good for Spurs. Not looking. That's good. why we love it. Anyway, let's talk about some of the teams at the bottom of the Premier League. This is where the real fun and games is. The top has sorted itself out. The top four is pretty much already done. I'm very good at talking about the bottom of yes, it. Yes, here we a long go. Time. Let's talk about the bottom of the Premier League. Okay, so first team we're going to come to Everton. 
Everton, uh, a 99th, I think it was, 98th minute equaliser. Massive, massive goal for them. Um, out of them three teams then, Everton, Leeds and Leicester, who do you think is just going to have enough to stay up? Everton have to. Everton, yeah. uh, the, 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 They've got the points in the bag. I know Leicester play tonight uh, a real tough game at Newcastle, but Everton have got the points in the bag. They've got one game to go. It's a game at home against Bournemouth that you would want to take something. Yeah. But the goal against Wolves, that last kick, means oh. they might not even have to win the last one. A yeah. point and goal difference could, could sway it for them. So it's huge. Um, Wolves were the better team for mm. predominantly most of the second half, for sure. And you talk about goalkeeping. I know last week you, you, you had uh, a chat about Bentley and his yeah. performance at Man United. And he made unbelievable saves yeah, after unbelievable yeah. saves. saves. Three top but, saves. But you come now and Everton fans will be delighted who are in goal at Wolves because the Premier League is tougher and he's come to chase a ball 90 plus nine. Just stay in the goals. Don't and need to be there. Don't need they? to be there. Yeah. And the scramble it in and for Everton, it, it's probably enough. That, I mean, that might be enough. Yeah. They might not need any more points yeah. because the other two teams, it's going to be tough for them to win. Obviously, Leicester's got two games, but... Can you see him winning a game? Oh, Leeds home to Spurs, though. We've just been talking about Spurs. Anything can happen yeah. in that game. That could be a high-scoring game. That's both teams to score in that game, for sure. If you're putting any accumulators yeah. on that week, have have both teams to score in that game. That is guaranteed. I think Everton have got to beat Bournemouth. If they beat Bournemouth, obviously, they're going to stay up. Yeah. But I wouldn't be surprised with Leeds beating um, Spurs. Yes. But, look, we spoke about it when Big Sam got the job. I just I'd, I'd despair at some of the uh, you know, ownerships. Yeah. You know, We've seen Southampton do it. I've listened to Sat Big. I like Big Sam Allardyce, but it's 2023. You know when your Sky Remote doesn't work, and you go and get your old DVD out, <laughs> and you're using your DVD. That's what I think. He's, I mean, like, VHS, VHS, VHS manager. That's what he is. He's a VHS manager. We've got it. Um, no, but the reality we spoke about that if if Guardiola goes to Man United and Ten Hag, irrespective of whether he's a Betamax manager or whatever he is. <laughs> What are you supposed to do in four games? Yeah, true that. But I think... What? Well, well, he's played Man City, so you're right. And Newcastle, they'd get a point. But the last two, you stay up if you're winning. Yeah, for sure. West Ham, Thursday night. Thursday night. They've just got to a final. So they're, you know, they're happy. They've been trying to... They're also safe now. You've got a week off... You're playing for your, you're playing for your badge. You're playing for, you know. I, 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 we saw what Everton did at Brighton. That's their opportunity. They score first, and then West Ham could have won five or six one. I think, you know, that for me, you've got to look at it and go, would it have gone any worse if they'd kept Jesse Marsh? You look at Cooper at Forest. You look at uh, O'Neill. I think so many bad decisions. And when you're going Big Sam, I'm sorry. Look, maybe there'll be a miracle on the final day, but he is a VHS manager. He's from the past. And I, I, that's, I, that's not good enough for Leeds. I, Leeds should be winning that. I game. think for, for there to be a change for Leicester and Leeds to stay up, I, I just can't see it. I'm like you. I believe Everton will do what Everton need to do on the last day. So that ultimately, it's potentially be. finished. Oh, the but blue you, flares, they'll be banging the bus. But if you look at what we're talking about at the bottom of the league, They've changed the managers. Yeah. And we've just spoke about four games. When you're on two and three managers, it is impossible. There's, the, the players don't have any rhythm or continuity and really know what it's all about. And I mentioned off-air, one of my bugbears with it is as well, that all three of them teams have changed the goalie at some point in the season mm-hmm. and not through injury. Yeah. And when you change your goalie because you feel as though you've had to make a decision and if you've not got two goalies who should both be number ones, and you get a bit of a drop-off between, 
I think you're in big trouble. So managerial changes and changing goalies when it's not an injury is real desperation stuff. I, I, I totally agree with that. I do. I think for like so Leicester, Leicester are playing tonight, so we can't really talk about the performance yet. We don't know what the result's going to be. But for me, as soon as this season started and Casper Schmeichel leaves, and no disrespect to Danny Ward, good goalkeeper, but when you are losing somebody of the calibre of Casper Schmeichel, who's been there for leader as well. He's a leader. He was captain. He knows the club in and out. He's been there. He's won stuff. He's been promoted. That's a massive loss. Massive, massive loss. And I know for a fact that would have been felt all the way through the team as well. So even if they didn't lose any other players, which they didn't really, they managed to keep hold of everybody. You look on paper, Tielemans, Harvey Barnes, Jamie Vardy, they've got some big boys, James Madison, yeah? It doesn't matter. The goalie bit is the bit that rocks it. And when the foundations are shook, the whole team suffers we, from we've it. We've spoke about it a lot and we've mentioned two minutes ago, we talk about Haaland and the value and the, the, the benefits that he brings. But the goal is a massive, massive position right. at any league. But the Premier League's brutal. And Schmeichel, having done 10 years, got him promoted, kept him in the league, won the FA Premier Cup, League, won, won the FA Cup. Yeah. He's done a lot. It, you cannot lose that experience. And Danny Ward then coming in for his first full hit as being yeah, the number one in the league. And then are him and Everson on a similar yeah. level? Yeah. Are they both really number ones? Then you go to Leeds, Meslier, look, had a real tough time and a drop of form, but then Robles comes in from, from nowhere. Robles isn't the number one goalkeeper. No, nowhere. Number one goalie. And Southampton went with uh, Bazuna, young goalie, always going to be tough. Tough ask. And then, obviously, they've thought, we'll put Al McCarthy in. Bit of experience. But, but you've made the change too late. You have to make it where you can have some training weeks and continuity and get up to speed because yeah. it's hard for Al to go in at that point near the end and all of a sudden make a massive difference even though the experience he's got will help him he's not played for nine ten months okay this is when it comes to talking about people like David De Gea when you've got a goalie regardless of what some of the Man United fans think of him when you've got a goalie who you know is going to give you a seven out of ten pretty much every week pretty much every week just leave it there. That's absolutely fine. Let's just carry on with this and look at other positions. Well, United are top four because they've kept... Let's talk six, about six. Man United. Okay, We talked about some of the teams at the bottom there. Let's have a little talk about Manchester United. Fantastic win. Almost certainly guaranteed top four now. I just Well, yeah, just carrying on that from there. I mean, people talk about this obsession with passing out from the back and it's great and it is great. But Man United don't score enough goals. Yeah. We, you know, we're not there yet. We may never get there. Who knows? But we've got 16, 17 clean sheets. If you can, if you can keep oh. a clean sheet in half your games... Yeah, you, and, you, and you nick a goal, which Man United always can. That's why we're in the top four yeah. because defensively, you know, Varane was brilliant. Lindelof's done well. Casemiro got the goal as well. Yeah. Those moments, I mean, I mean, it was scrappy, but it's three points. And and Liverpool have really pushed in these last few weeks. But you can't keep winning every week. And Villa, fair play, got a point. And United will get top four now. And it's. Um, Do you know why I was impressed with this win? Because I think Bournemouth away is a tough place to go. Mm. It is as simple as that. But. Everybody knew the ramifications of this game. If United win it, that's them almost yep. certainly done. So, but if they lose it, you go into the final two games thinking, ooh, even a draw, you're thinking, ooh, we need to get one of these, we need to get one of these. But now, like I say, to, just to see it out, another clean sheet, it's kind of it's kind of ruthless, really, isn't it? Just get it, the win, get the clean sheet. Win when you're playing Boom. badly. That, and United have done that a few times. I wouldn't say we were bad, because the, the defence has been very good all season, but... Attacking wise, it was it was it was a hard watch at yeah, times. It's been but, uh, Casemiro, centre midfielder, defensive centre midfielder, just goes. I'm going to take a risk 
Ericsson picks him out, it, yeah. and that and that was it. There was no really other chances in the game. In fact, Bournemouth had a couple themselves. So yeah, just a massive three points and. Yeah, top four. We're really pleased with that. A massive win. But what I like about Ten Hag and even De Gea to some point is sometimes you know your own vulnerabilities. And I'm sure Ten Hag, being brought up on on Dutch football, would want to play through the thirds every time. But it's not necessarily always the way. And at Bournemouth, it's a tight field. And even though they might not be pressing you really hard, it feels harder at Bournemouth because it's tight and there's not much room. You've got to make... Yeah, so it's the tactics, it's the technical elements of mixing the play up and making it difficult for Bournemouth always to be on the jump and pressing and just play the game differently and De Gea does play the game differently. I'm sure here we would argue he might not be in the top four or six goalies with the ball at his feet but what he does do is he makes saves for Man United that has just led to that moment what you're talking about the 17 clean sheets but they have had a better defensive structure for sure Mm. and that has given them the platform because they still have world-class offensive players and players who can create chances. If they take more of them chances, then obviously the chances to get closer to a Man City, I'm not saying they pass them, but closer, yeah, close would the give them a, a chance, yeah. close the gap a little yeah. bit. And I think if they could get a proper centre-forward, as in someone like Kane, who's guaranteeing you 30 goals, then the gap certainly gets closer because of the structures that Ten Hag's put in it. But they wouldn't change the goal in now, for sure. I, can't, I just can't see it. Love that. Um, we're going to do the quiz in a bit, by the way. It's going to be a fruity one today. Penultimate quiz of the season. I think I'm top of the leaderboard. Six wins. Uh, Watto's got three and Mark's got one. <laughs> Definitely um, not. So we're... we're, we're <laughs> so only won one since Christmas. So look so forward to that at the end. Um, you get your Santa out. Liverpool, Aston Villa. Um, Liverpool said goodbye to some of the players that they've had for a long time. Firmino, James Milner, Naby Keita's going. Um, so a bit of a turnaround at uh, Liverpool, which is probably needed. Um, but this, is, this kind of had a draw written all over it, didn't it? It's a great result for Villa, and I tell you what, talking about keepers, Alisson made a wonder save wonder from Ramsey, save. 1-0. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, Watkins should have scored the penalty, but that save was so good, because yeah. I thought Ramsey was going to cross it, and he goes for goal, yeah, and he, he spreads did, yeah. himself brilliantly. Um, he's made so many of them saves, by the way, but, where he's, but, he's got that arm out there. talk about that save. So that save, is a, in the end, yeah, it's a draw, and it do not help either team, but Villa have come on leaps and bounds, and it just shows you that they'll be a force to be reckoned with next year. Liverpool really needed to win, but Villa were in front. But then you look at that save, and then we just talked about the Leeds goalie for the second goal. It's exactly the same action. It's exactly the same. It's exactly the same action, and the guy, I don't know him, but ultimately he's not good enough to be number one playing in the Premier League. Yes, there's a difference between playing for Leeds and playing for Liverpool, but... Those are the moments when you're playing goal. And actually, Alisson's save were probably harder than what his was. Without doubt it was, right? This is... People, like, I think sometimes when you come up against a team and your goalie has a wicked game, people go, oh, yeah, but it's only because your goalie had a wicked game. There's a reason why the goalie had a wicked game, right? It's because he's a wicked goalie. That's yeah, all there is to it, yeah? Sure. He, he got bought for 70 million, whatever it was, right? He earns 150 grand a week, yeah? That's the reason why he's a wicked goalie, because he's a wicked goalie. It's as simple as that. And it's not luck. It's not luck that he's making but these But have saves. Leeds gone the cheap option and thought, Mesley's going to play all season. Yeah. This guy's not, not being disrespectful. He's worth three or four million, X amount a week. It's not really yeah. part of the budget. We can go heavier on whatever department. But ultimately, then when you change, yeah. the drop-off's huge. Yeah. And the league's going to find you out. Unai Emery's done an unbelievable Incredible. job at Villa. It's a shame. I think you can go to Anfield, it's the old cliche, and score too early. Yeah. And they needed that second goal because yeah. they were... They, I think up until 
I think the first half an hour, Villa were like 60% possession, dominating them. As soon as they go 1-0 up, course, you yeah. go defensive mode and then Liverpool just attack. They did well to keep it. Whenever Liverpool well attack that cop and... Oh, it's and carnage, it's isn't carnage, it? It's relentless. You can see them... Sucking it They're in. just sucking it in sucking there and, and you know it. they're going to get a chance. Horrible, and and uh, Yeah, oh, I mean, you're just, you're just waiting and you shut your eyes when you're on the bench actually thinking, oh. These are the moments, honestly, that people... I don't think fans can fully appreciate that bit is where... When the pressure really starts, this is where you start to see the big boys step up, the big players, the big teams step up in these moments. Man City at Real Madrid last week, they step up at that moment in time because they think, yeah, this is where I belong. Do you think it should have been a red for Mings in the first half? Uh, I think he's... Uh, I Liverpool fans aren't happy about it. If it, it was a red, I understand them keeping it as a red yeah, for yeah. sure. I think, he's, they, I think he's, he's done it and he's kind of gone, I'm going to try and hurt you a little bit here. And fair play, because I've done him. the same thing. Uh, yeah, you, you <laughs> oh, I think it's a red. It's a, I, if they'd give it as a red, it's staying as a red. It's as simple as that. But they're the ones as a player, and it sounds bad, but sometimes you do. You try and hurt the opposition. If you get a chance to try and hurt them, you'll hurt them. Because they'll do it to you. I think 100% a red, but absolutely ecstatic that the VAR didn't give it. <laughs> because it was great for United. But like, if you're going to be consistent... And we have been on this show. There's been reds given for yeah, far less. Sure. Yeah, for it, sure. It, it was nice for for Mino to get that goal on his last. Yeah, it was a nice little to, goodbye, to, weren't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, right, couple of games to go, lads. We're going to go do Brighton, Southampton, your ex team, Southampton, just going down for whimpering. Yeah, look, the the job were obviously done last week, and I think we've just mentioned it. Changing the goalies, three managers in a season. Um, the ownership of the, of the football club I have to take a lot of responsibility. Yeah. I spoke off air about myself and working at the top level for, for 15, 20 years. That's something that's very hard to replace yeah. at, at any experience. football club experience. We talk about that for players, managers. Um, and, and they kind of made big decisions from the very start of the season. And unfortunately, the, the, the philosophy for the club now has is, is, is backfired massively. You can't have three managers in the season. There's obviously talk already that there might be a fourth manager before the Liverpool game, wow. if rumours are true that Russell Martin's going to get the job. Um, it's been a real, real difficult season, and I feel sorry for a lot of good people at the football club, but they reap what they sow, and ultimately they're going to pay the price for bad decisions. Brighton ultimately are a better football team yeah. and won the game really at a canter. Ferguson, two more goals. He looks the real deal as a young mm. player. Um, a good catch certainly for Brighton and uh, for Ireland as well. The future's rosy because we're just speaking about it. If you've got a goal scorer, you're going to have a better opportunity at uh, certainly club level but international level for Ireland as well. Yeah, well, I lived in Ireland for three years so I feel a bit Irish and um, over the moon. Their football's been rubbish for years and he is... What is he, 18? Yeah. Evan Ferguson. Um, a lot of people have been talking about him all year. Fantastic future. I'd love to see him at a Man United or something oh. in the future, but he's a, exactly the right place. He shouldn't be leaving Brighton. No. Um, really good manager. European football for Brighton as well yeah. with that win. Um, I don't think they can have... I think they've been... The, I just think the great thing about Brighton is that everyone likes them, and but that's hard also, to achieve, yeah, isn't it? Is. Think about the philosophy. So they had an unbelievable manager in mm. Graham Potter. Whatever's happened at Chelsea, because what we talk about the levels and it didn't help work for him. But Brian had a succession plan, mm. a bit like Southampton yeah. used to have. In every position as well, in isn't every it? position: players, coaches, mm. managers. The director of football uh, went to Newcastle. Yeah, but they got even, it. But even when they do that, like so, Graham Potter going to Chelsea. Brighton don't kick off and make a fuss about it. They kind of understand it for how it is. Like if Graham Potter gets offered by Chelsea, they'll go. Brilliant. We'll get, some, to we'll get some compensation. But you then, go on to ben, sort of bigger and better things. Ben, 
because they're ready. Yeah, they're good they're to know. go. It's already it's in place. It's not, yeah. shit, Chelsea are taking yeah. Graham Potter. Oh, my God. No, it's calm right, behind fine, the yeah. scenes. We've got somebody else we're, good we're, to go. We're, we're good to go. Yeah. We know where we're going. Nothing. Well, you look at Villa ten years ago. I think Bentley was up front for them, and they had Downing and Young on the wings, and it was working. Oh. And then suddenly Downing goes Liverpool, Young goes Man United, and the uh, drop off. Yeah. But Trozard goes midway through the season. Yeah. So what? Doesn't Potter goes. Your manager goes. When you're in the top four, so what? They've it's just kicked brilliant. on from that. Yeah, they just don't. McAllister's going to go in the summer. So what? You yeah. know, it's just like. What he's even said on the interviews. Yeah. There's yeah. no stress. Yeah. He knows his way of working as a manager, but he trusts them above him that yes, McAllister will leave and somebody else might leave. No problem. We're all the plan. It's already been discussed and it's probably ninety percent sorted. He knows where McAllister's going, but he also knows. Where his replacements yeah. coming from? All right, let's all stop buzzing off Brighton. We do love you, Brighton. Absolutely, <laughs> so proud of you. Honestly, we're so so proud of you. Um, okay, lads, final game: Fulham uh, two, Crystal Palace two. Um, yeah, I watched this one. No, you didn't. Don't mind <laughs> um, Mitrovic scored. Mitrovic is back. It was good to see him back. To be fair, I think I, he's one of those players that even you know miss. He could miss how many games he wants. He's that kind of horrible little dog who will always just yeah. get back in there. He'll score your goals. It's as simple as that. Both of these teams, their seasons run already. They haven't got nothing to play for anymore. So yeah. you know, it's, it's good to see a couple of goals. And I think that's all we need to say about it. The yeah. best thing was Roy taking his Palace team to his old team at yes. Fulham. Mm. All waves. Everyone's and smiles. a winner. Everybody's a winner. It's a draw. They're all waving at him. Love you. Love you, Roy. Well done. What a job he's done there, by the way. Would you, would you reckon they should keep him next year? I think they should keep him for another year because I think the, 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 the run he's been on, if you move away from that, it's, it feels a bit premature. But it's up to Roy, isn't it? You know him better than I, I would. My honest take on him would be that I would like to see him step upstairs at Palace, which is his team, yeah. and really um, mentor yeah. the staff and the manager, become a, like a director of football role behind it, really help a manager and the coaching staff and be part of that process for Crystal Palace because he's got an affinity and a love affair with it. The job he's done, obviously, is phenomenal and I'm sure in his heart of hearts he could feel as though he could go again and do it next year, but I think if he could step upstairs and take the role on and really develop behind the scenes and not make the car crash, crazy decisions other clubs are making and really go back to where it started for him and help his club, that would be really hey, good. People talk about his age, I think he's in his late 70s, isn't he, or mid-70s? M- yeah, mid to late 70s. Harrison Ford's doing Indiana Jones at 80. Indiana Jones? Yeah. Indiana Jones? Is he, is he still <laughs> is it? What is it? What is it? Indiana Jones? Yeah, but Indiana. he's still doing Indiana. the stunts. Indiana. He's not doing the stunts, is he? No, Roy can still I still remember his lines. Yeah, people think when you're 75, you're in a bloody. See, there you go. He'd been retired. This whose story am I talking about here? Been retired for a while. Came out towards the end of the season. Did all right. Is he going to do another year next year? We're not sure, are we? Who are we talking about? Don't worry about it. Quiz time, everybody. It's about, it's about Quiz time. It? Shut up. Quiz time. Let's go. Let's go. Okay, it's quiz time. Um, second to last one, which is also the same word as penultimate. Don't worry about it. Um, Jamie, let's go. We're ready. Right. Question number one. In the Premier League, De Gea and Pepe Reina are the top two Spanish goalkeepers for all-time clean sheets. Who is the third? Peter Chet. Spanish. He's not Spanish. <laughs> I forgot that bit. <laughs> Pepe. Nope. Pepe? He's Spanish. So yeah, but he's been in about half a week. and Pepe Reina are one and two. Who is the third? This is a good question, this, Jay. It's a really good question. That's why I said Kepa. Matthew, a countdown. 
Five. Sanchez also. Nope. Do you want all one another go? Yes. I'll give you a hint. It's a current Premier League goalkeeper. Raya. Sa. Nope. No. No. Oh. Sa. Sa's. Oh, Portuguese. Portuguese. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah. Count them down. All right. You made a mistake. Not yet. Not yet. You're not. You're not made a mistake. <laughs> Looking at that. Oh, sh it's not on the board. It's not on the board. Stop looking at the board. Right, right. Jamie, down. get the, Four, get it off. Three, three, two. Hold on. One. This ain't fair. Shut oh. up. Shut up. Go on. Who was it? It's Vin Vincente Guaita. Oh, oh, he's got more than Kepa. Yeah, but he's not yeah. playing now, is yeah, he? Johnson's like in Kepa's, goal now. Kepa's, yeah. Kepa's that's crap. what's done us there. has been in the Premier League for 10 years. Yeah, but that's Crystal yeah. Palace goalkeeper, isn't it? Oh, it's a good question. Is a question that one is a good question. Yeah. Uh, yes, it all on zero. That, Kepa's in the Th thanks. Well, yeah. clean, clean sheet. Clean he's sheet. been at Chelsea for about a year and a half. Kepa's been there years, mate. That's terrible. That's unbelievable. That should be Kepa. Question two. It shouldn't, because you know how bad he's been. Question two. What year was the last penalty shootout in the Champions League? Final? No, just in general. When was the last time of the penalty 2008. shootout? 2008. Nope. 14. Nope. It's got to be sooner than that. Like in a knockout stage? Yeah, any, any, any Premier League, like any Champions League oh, game. Oh, I thought you meant the final. No, nah, we'll see. You're getting all excited above I mean, The last one was in a final. 2019? Yes. No, it was 2016. Darn it. That's quite a long time ago. That is a long time ago. For all those knockout games. That's why yeah. I said 2008. Who was that between? It was between Real Madrid and Atletico Madrid Ooh. in the final. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're doing well. Clean sheets all round. Yeah. The questions are harder this. Yeah, they're, they're good though. We like hard questions. Question number three. Who did Callum Wilson play for before he played for Bournemouth? Coventry. Correct. Hmm. One. Ah, mate, 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 mate. I wouldn't know It's that. a marathon still. Well, however, it's a good start, OK? It's not. Oh, it's not. That's three question questions four. in. 1-0-0. No, no. Question four. Mina scored a last-minute equaliser at the weekend, but what country does he play for? Colombia. Goldbridge. It's always Goldbridge, isn't it? Always well, Goldbridge. We swapped you guys around. I oh, know. There is apparently. It's a bit like Formula One. Apparently, being sat here gives you a tenth um, of a second. It has, is it quicker? Yeah. I was quicker then. I was quicker. Oh, quite clearly. Yeah. Clearly. <laughs> Question number five: What is the only title Eddie Howe has won as a manager? Championship. Correct. He's won the championship. Yeah, yeah. he's won the championship in 2014-15 with Bournemouth. He came runner-up in League 1 and League 2. I thought there was another word. I went championship. No, that's it. One word, yeah. yeah. You, you guess that. It. That was pure guess. No, I, knew, I just didn't know what it was called. You were going to say Papa John's trophy, weren't you? No, wrong with that. Wish you had. I wish I you had. Evans He'd trophy. have been in the mud if you had. Eddie Howe with Papa John. Pizza trophy. <laughs> <laughs> VHS manager. <laughs> oh, my God. Eddie Howe's good. Uh, Right, 2-1, no. Question number six. When was the last year that every newly promoted side stayed up in the Premier League? 2017. Correct. Boom! That was pure guesswork. That's, that's, that's good knowledge, that is. It's, it's not, not it's a guess. guess. It was just a pure guess. You've got to say it's knowledge, you know what I mean? Pure guess. <laughs> it has been mentioned a lot recently. I've plucked it. Question number seven. Who are West Ham playing in the Europa Conference League final? Fiorentina. Yes. Goldbridge. Ah! <laughs> You're so slow! Well, <laughs> what did so you do? Slow. What did you do? I don't even know the answer. I feel sorry for Watto because he has got two. Well, <laughs> yeah, anyway, it's irrelevant. I'm getting. If you get zero for this week's game week, you're going to have to get your eyes out. We'll do red ass on the sofa or something. What's that? Oh, I can't talk oh, about that. We're not talking TV. about that. <laughs> Cut. Uh, what's 3 2 0. Three, two, no. Question eight, Joe. Question seven. Question eight. Eight. Okay. Career path question. Oh, 
since Ben. I have played four. Rosario Central, Benfica, Real Madrid, Manchester United, PSG, Juventus. Di Maria. Di Maria's I knew it was Di Maria. I couldn't think of his name. Oh, my God. I knew it was What happened to you? I knew it. You know why I didn't get it? Because he's dead to me as a Man United He's a snake. He doesn't exist. Hey, but he scored a great goal against Leicester. What a goal that was against Leicester. Scoopy, loopy, scoopy. Beautiful, wasn't it? Even Danny Ward wouldn't have saved that. Nope. 3-2-1. Poor Danny Ward. Question number nine. Who... What is the name of QPR Stadium? Loftus Road. No, Ooh. the Kyan Prince Stadium. Oh, Jamie, don't called, go down this way. The Kyan Prince Stadium. Jamie, don't go down well, this way. Jamie. Lotto beat me. No, it, don't you're wrong. go down that what way. What are you talking about? You're no, wrong. I'm out. It is so called I'm Loftus Road. I have Loftus Road, yeah. Yes. Wait, 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 wait. No, no get far. off the phone. Behind, I promise you. It got named. It got renamed. Yeah, it got renamed to the Kyan Prince Stadium. Loftus Road is what it's known as. I promise you. It is known Luke, as Loftus Luke, Road. Luke, verify. Can you verify me? Hold on a minute. I think it's... Verify. Can you, no, do you know why? Do you know I know it's no. wrong? Do you know I know it's weird? Because I um, I did a vlog from the, there when I'm so playing unf- in the championship. An unfair and, advantage. And in the intro, an I said, here at Loftus Road, and everybody in the comments nailed me and said, no, it's called well, the Kyan Prince Stadium. Give, well, hold on, hold on. Give them both a point. Hold on. What? Well, you got it wrong. No, so, no, it. no, 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 no. No, he Loftus said Loftus Road. It's Kyan Prince Stadium. It's Loftus Road. I've got the answer, okay. So it was called Kyan Prince Stadium from 2019 to 2022. It got renamed this year officially back to Lotus Road. Yeah! Yes, baby! Get off! Get away! Pass my phone. No, you're not having the phone. We're finishing the quiz. I've got it there. Three, two, two. Yeah, shut up. Is he on three or two? Former names underneath. 2022 was the last. No, he's going to be looking at the next question, Jay. (laughs) Come on! Three, two, two. Come on. Leave Look, it. sometimes you've just got to accept that the better man might be right. It's, it's good knowledge, Ben. I just work. go changing names of Why? stadiums and stuff. Why? <sighs> What's Newcastle's ground called now? I thought I did something. St James's Park again. Yeah. It's the same thing. I thought I did something then, honestly. You did. Failed. Right, free Anyway, free Who's playing me in the playoff? Well, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I never get I always let someone back. Final question. Manchester City scored their 60th home goal this Premier League season but only two teams have done this ever in a season. Who are the other clubs? Man United. No. Liverpool. No. Oh! <laughs> Chelsea's the correct Yes! Answer. Come on! Yeah. <laughs> uh, what you win? Yeah, 4 2 yes. 2. Goldbridge is bad. The winner takes it all. Why did you start laughing at me earlier on? Oh, I've done no start. No. I, I, I'm quite pleased with that because I thought Liverpool well, or Man United right. would have been in. Who's the other one then? Uh, C. C in Chelsea. Oh, I thought, right. Yeah, yeah. I thought there were two others. So, yeah. Good uh, quiz, though, Jay. Nah, I'm not. It's it. good not having the Lotus Road one. It's been terrible. Lotus. Stop saying Lotus Road. It's not Lotus Road, all right? It? It's Loftus, Loftus Road. Oh, is it? <laughs> Loft- Lotus is that Chinese? <laughs> Lotus Road. Oh, God. Um, that was a football fill in you lot. We'll see you next week. Final one of the season, by the way. Um, see you then. Bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Lotus Road. Lotus Road.